The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Nui Scruggs. Hey, it's Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. I'm Nui Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by two former Dallas Cowboys players. They both played safety for the Cowboys, Danny McRae and Barry Church. All right, gentlemen, this is is a draft position game on Sunday in Cincinnati, Ohio. The Cowboys taking on the Bengals right now. The Bengals have the third overall pick in the draft, and the Cowboys have the fourth pick in the draft. Whoever wins this, do they really win? Do they really win in the end when we start thinking about (laughs) the 2021 NFL draft? Um, Gentlemen, let's, let's start with Jerry Jones today. So Jerry talks um, on on Tuesdays and Fridays. The 10.30 Friday show, I used to host that when I was a host at um, 105.3 The Fan. So this is always the good time to get Jerry as they head into uh, their game. So Jerry says he wished that they didn't make so many defensive changes before the season. So Jerry has regret about that. Mike McCarthy was talking about how, hey, we got a bunch of guys who hadn't worked together this year. So I wanted to run it by you first, Danny McCray. Your thoughts on Jerry saying he <laughs> wished they didn't make so many defensive changes of Mike Nolan's scheme this year. Also, I was just about to ask you that. So it's specific to Mike Nolan's scheme and not the changes that he made as far as coaches? Correct. This is, this is about the defensive scheme. You know, hey, look, we, we, we try. Oh, it, that, listen. It, it, that means absolutely nothing to me. I, the scheme part is over with, man. It's straight coaching. We've sit up. It's, it's no. It's no time when we sit there and we watch them get uh, beat for a deep touchdown. These guys being out of their gaps to where you said, "Hey, man, I think he's running something that's too complex." Maybe in week one or two, but after that, he came out and said, "We're running stuff that the people run in high school. Cover three, we're getting beat over the top. A uh, regular, uh, regular." Uh, uh, base defense, we're out of our gaps on that. So it's not necessarily the stuff that he put in and the stuff that, that the, the players may have not been able to pick up on. It's literally the coaching that is the problem on defense. So, I mean, that, that don't mean much to me. Now, if he would have said, yeah, we, we shouldn't have let, uh, let my man Rashard go and we should have kept that kind of scheme because we've seen some of our defensive backs becoming better players underneath him and we just needed to make a few changes on the defensive line to get this better, I would have been all for that. But Mike Nolan's scheme... Nah, I, I, I don't think that's it. But it, like I said, this makes me think that next season, Mike Nolan will still be here. Mm, mm. I mean, look, I, I, I hope not. I hope not, man. <laughs> look, I'm not one to call for someone's job, but look, man, it's just, the proof is in the pudding. Boys has been getting ran by, ran through all season. Now, look, I'm going to say this. I'm going to stick with what I said yesterday. I do still believe it's 60-40 players as, as, uh, over the coaches. And, and I say that because, look, man, the mistakes we've seen out there, they're elementary, man. You should know this in high school, man. We've seen guys in cover three getting ran by, playing flat-footed in cover three. Like, th- there's, no, there's no explanation for that. You shouldn't, you're a veteran in this league. You shouldn't be able, you shouldn't be able to do that. I mean, that's just, that's just day one ruling. You know that in high school in cover three, you got to 
deep third. Don't let anybody get behind you. But we've seen that time and time again with this Cowboys defense. It's just excuses. And to me, it's just another it's just another talking point. It's just something that like we talked we talked about with Jalen yesterday, how he's saying, oh, we need to do this. We need to hustle to the ball. It's just all talk, man. It's all talk and it's all excuses. And until we see some type of something, some type of moxie, some type of heart out there on the field, I'm going to just go ahead and shove it to the side and just say it's all talk and it's all excuses. That's that, and that, that, this, listen, what you just said is another reason why that it's coaching to me. And when I say coaching, I, like I said, I don't mean scheme. I mean the man at the head, the man that's in charge of, of getting these players ready, motivating them, holding these guys accountable. Chris Richard is known for running what coverage, Church? Cover three. Cover three, all right? So last year when Rashard was here, we did not see this type of stuff happening. It's basic. Two, two corners have the deep third, and the middle safety got the deep third. And they played that defense, and they played, they lined up in it, and they played it. Now, all of a sudden this year, we come out and call the same defense with the same guys, and we can't run it. I mean, look, this is this is this is the most clear clear picture for what's going on here. Like I said, last year we had the same defense. I will say this though: were we good last year? We ran the same type of defense, but were we good on the defensive side of the ball last year? They were eleventh overall. They were eleventh overall. They were better. Yeah, it got worse, Church. Yeah, they were better. better. It got worse, Church. So, so you so. Yes, listen. So if you if you, if you go in there and you say because remember this, if you had Christian Shard here, right, and you go into the draft thinking the same way that you thought this year, because initially it was we're going defensive back and thinking defensive first in this draft. If you got Christian Shard here and you say, all right, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna give you every piece that you need to build a defense that you want. I think this would be a different defense versus versus what it is now. I agree with you, Danny. I, I agree with you 100% there. So, um, let's touch. You guys touched on Jalen Smith and what he had to say. Mike McCarthy had somewhat of a response. Okay, Mike McCarthy said he didn't say effort. Okay, he wasn't saying effort. That he's about finish. Okay, so it's about finishing. Not effort. Not effort, guys. It's about finish. <laughs> I thought it was one and the same. I mean, I think you finishing the play is effort. I mean, if you start out saying, if you start out going 100 miles an hour and then you just slow down towards the end and you don't finish, that's effort. Just like if you go on a, I mean, it's one and the same to me. That that quote just doesn't make sense, but it's one of the micro, another head scratcher with this coaching staff. I mean, we've seen the calls being head scratchers and now we're seeing explanations being head scratchers. I don't know what's next, man. That's why I'm off the cooler sure. train. Church, this will have so this must be the same thing that's going on in those memes that you having with Big Mike. You he he <laughs> you heard one you heard one thing, but he really didn't mean to say that. He meant finish. He didn't mean effort. Come on, bro. Like you said, Church, it's the same thing. You cannot finish a play without having effort. <laughs> like these two things go together. They're not mutual. Like you can't do it. So it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. And the fact that that McCarthy says something inside the meeting. Jalen Smith comes out and says it in the media, and then McCarthy has to go back and say, it, "Like, what is this telephone? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, go out Anonymous. there and get, and get, get ready for Cincinnati. What are you talking? So you have to listen to everything that every player says, and then go respond to it in the media. Man, go out there and play football, bro. Go coach. Go focus on winning your fourth game of the season. What what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's about finish, okay? So there's four games left, guys. Let's finish. I mean, Mike, Big Mike may want to just break out the Jason Garrett finish shirt. So let's finish this fight, you know? that's. Ah, hey, listen. Let me tell you something. 
let me tell you something. As, as, a, as a Cowboys head coach, don't you put Jason Garrett and Mike McCarthy in the same in the same sentence because right now it's a very different stature that they're on. Like right? Jason Garrett has been much better as a Dallas Cowboys coach than Mike McCarthy has shown in his staff in these first 12 games. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I agree. There's no doubt about it. I agree. Um, it has been. I was, I was on the phone with someone today. I said, I, I was, I've been so let down, so let down, that, that now I'm starting to wonder, okay, how, how much did I get suckered? Did he really do anything in the barn like he said when Tom Palisaro went there, Peter King, was all that really going on? But he said he was, you know, they watched every, because he said at the press conference when he asked, hey, man, you said you watched every single snap of every game. And he's like, well, you know, I wanted the job. So right there he tells, no, he didn't do it. He didn't watch it. So, um, oh, man, I, I was hoodwinked. I was fooled. I was off. I was drinking that Kool-Aid. But unlike church, I got off that. Bamboozled. I got off that narcotic quick. Hey, I got off that got, narcotic real quick, man. It's bad hey, for me. Hey, they, they done got us all, man. They done bamboozled us all. They had me on, on that yeah. narcotic as well, Nui. I was on it for about 12 weeks, but, you know, I went to, a, I went to AA meetings, yeah. and now I'm off, of the, I'm off of the Kool-Aid, and I'm thinking clearly now. And I'm thinking that, hey, we, we might have made a mistake in letting JG leave, but that's a point for another day, man. No, he, listen, that wasn't a mistake. Mike McCarthy, Mike, Mike, Mike McCarthy blinded y'all with the Super Bowl ring. Yes. This dude goes, listen, think about what you just said, Nui. The man goes out there and says he watches every snap of every game, comes here, and doesn't call plays. So wh- 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 why are you watching the snaps for? Like, wh- what are you getting out of and, 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 like, putting into our offense and our defense and our team that you saw on film if you don't call plays on defense – your friend doesn't, so we know you don't have much input there. You're giving all the play calling to Kellen Moore, so you don't have no input there. And your special team coach is obviously calling fakes when you don't even know he's calling them. So you've been watching all this stuff. Have your coaches, and have you relayed the message and what you've learned to them? Because uh, right now, I don't see it. Which, and I'll piggyback on what you said. It was a really good point. When Mike McCarthy once again told the media how, hey, we're dealing with a lot of guys who – haven't coached together. And Mike Nolan is saying the same thing. We're dealing with guys who haven't coached together. I, I, I'm sorry. You know, Ron Rivera is dealing with guys he hasn't coached with in, in Washington. He's doing okay. Joe Judge never worked with Jason Garrett before. Um, look at what they're doing. Heck, he even fired Mark Colombo, and they're sitting here getting better. They're running the football very well. Uh, Cleveland. You know, you had it. Stefanski? Yeah, Stefanski, first-time head coach. So <laughs> I, I'm hearing these excuses and I'm sorry. The fans should not buy these excuses. They, they just shouldn't because there's other people who dealt with the pandemic in the same way. What you're telling us is that you did a poor job handling the pandemic. Jerry's the one out here raising his hand saying, I wish we'd have done things differently on defense. But then I come back and say, why is Jerry taking the fall here as a general manager when you brought in a head coach who said he had a whole program ready to go? He spent all this time. He had it down. He's trying to come back next year. Yeah, but, but you know. He's trying to come back. <laughs> Mike Nolan's not coming back. He's not buried. No. I don't know. No. Mm-mm. No. I don't not know. Happen. Not going to happen. It sounds like it. Nope. Nui, all the all, all the signs we get, it sound it sounds like like this excuses being made for Nolan to be back next year. It, these are the excuses and the sounds that I'm hearing. I'm telling you, what they, they mess with Jerry's money. No Sunday night football game. Mike Nolan's not coming back. It's not, <laughs> not, you're not coming back. Right. I mean, when when I don't know. You guys played the NFL. I didn't play, but I'm just sitting here on that that, that fourth and two Lamar Jackson touchdown. Like, what? 
Why have you put 23 up here, the safety and the linebacker spot? Here's a team that's going to run the football, been running the football. Can you put three linebackers out here? It's just simple stuff. And, and you run a nickel defense and they just running down your throat, bludgeoning you. I mean, you look at, we didn't even talk about Lamar Jackson's line. This is what Lamar Jackson's line was in this game. 12 of 17, 102 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. 12 completions, they got 34 points. They never made him throw. He's coming off COVID. He doesn't have his number one receiver, and his tight end, Mark Andrews, doesn't have his number one wide receiver, Willie Sneed, who's out with COVID. And you don't even try to make this guy throw. You know they're going to run, and they just run for 294 yards, and you had two weeks to get ready. No, you don't get to come back. You don't get, to, you don't get to blame COVID. Not, you don't get to do it. It's not going to happen. Now, to, to, to our defense, I think me and Church said this at the beginning of the year. You do not learn how to stop the run once the season starts, all right? Once you begin the season and you're a team who's not able to stop the run, that goes on the entire season. So they, I'm sure they tried their hardest to stop the run, and they did as much as they could. But this is the team that we are. You can't do it. Church, if you, if you can name a team that you've been on who've been sucky at stopping the run at the beginning of the year and at the end of the year, you've been like, you know what? We became a better run-stopping team. Let me know. From middle, from, I'm talking, from middle school <laughs> to high school to college, let me know. Okay, fine. So, so <laughs> it, you, it can't, it just, you can't. So, you can't do so it. So, Church, if it's fourth and two and they tell you to line up next to LVE, what would you think? <laughs> I would think, you know what, as long as I'm on the outside, I'm straight. But I'm going to tell you what Mike, what Mike Nola was thinking. He was, he's going he's gonna to go into these meetings. He's going to say, look, man, I got these boys lined up in the right position. They just didn't read their keys and they didn't execute the game plan. Like, like if, if Vander Esch would have basically read his keys, he would have been right in the middle, one-on-one tackle with uh, Lamar Jackson. But he didn't read his keys. He was way over there, over in Whoville, over there. I don't know where he was doing while Lamar Jackson was running up the middle of the field for a touchdown. And in the other stance, when I think it was number 80 ran a special across the field, um, Darian Thompson should have been right in the position to take him across the field. Everything would have been locked up. But it was it was just a brain fart, and he ended up letting the guy scot free, and ended up getting a touchdown off of that. So I don't know. I mean, it, it can work both ways. I mean, but that's why I say it's sixty forty on the players, because I mean, these guys are going out there and they're just not executing. But Mike also isn't putting them in the best situation. So I gotta say it's kind of a 50-50-60-40 grab to me. I just don't know, especially when I listened to Stephen Jones earlier this week when he talked about, hey, these are some of the same. These are guys. A bunch of these guys were in a scheme last year, and you know they ain't looked as bad. I don't see how he survives. They're 32nd. They're giving up more points than the Jets. They're on pace to set franchise records that are embarrassing. I don't see Mike Nolan coming back. He can't come back. Jerry's going to have a losing season. There's going to be a scapegoat. They just can't sit up here and say COVID. COVID will save Mike McCarthy, but it will not save his friend Mike Nolan. It it will not happen. We've got to take a break. When we come back, um, we do have thoughts on the draft. And do you go offense or defense? Found something here that may help Danny McCray a little bit. But we've also got to get predictions for this game. Let's dive into this next. Bengals, Cowboys, Draft Bowl in Cincinnati. Let's get to it next right here on the Players' Lounge. Brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With tight cleaners at home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. 
Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. To the Players' Lounge. AT&T continues to innovate new ways to connect Cowboys Nation with new and exciting game day experiences, including Star View, presented by AT&T 5G. Available in stadium and for home use, download the Dallas Cowboys mobile app and look for Star View under the stadium tab. You're checking out the Players' Lounge. Louis Scruggs along with former Dallas Cowboys players Danny McCray and Barry Church. We are in our SWBC Mortgage Virtual Home Studios. Bengals hosting the Cowboys. Right now, when it comes to the draft order, it's Jets 1, Barry's Jacksonville Jags 2, Cincinnati's 3, Dallas is number (laughs) 4. The Cowboys are favored by 3, and I have some places 3.5 points for this game. Um, Look, the Bengals' defense allows five yards per carry. They are 30th in the league. Checking out Ezekiel Elliott today. He, was, he is questionable for the game, okay? He's questionable for the game, worked with resistance bands. Zeke does not have a rushing touchdown since Dak Prescott left the Cowboys. Cam Irving, tackle out for the game. Donovan Wilson, the safety, is, he was limited in practice today. He's questionable. Tyler Biotish apparently can return from IR. Um, Cheeto Woozy is going to be out with COVID. So, gentlemen, if you're the Cowboys, if if you got Zeke, who's questionable, um, run him. Run, 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 run him. And then on the other side for Cincinnati, their quarterback, Brandon Allen, he got dinged up a little bit. But if you can find a way to throw the ball down the field, throw the ball down the field. Because um, Anthony Brown's also questionable for this game here. So they they may not have Cheeto, may not have Brown, uh, may not have uh, – now, Donovan Wilson, I mean, you know, Cincinnati can find a way to throw it, hit on a couple big plays. That's the way you go. And if you're the Cowboys, try and run the football. Gentlemen, it's prediction. Yeah, look, and, and look. The, go ahead, Church. Well, for, for prediction-wise, prediction-wise, I'm a, you know, look, I ain't back on the Kool-Aid. Ah. But I am going with the Cowboys on this one. <laughs> you're the, I am going with the Cowboys on, the on this one. You're on the Kool-Aid. Especially, you're on the Kool-Aid. 
Nah, I ain't on the Kool Aid. I'm just, I'm just betting smart with this one. Because look, man, the, the <laughs> Bengals they might be down to their third string quarterback, and even their second string quarterback, Brandon Allen, who I was with down in Jacksonville, he, he's a scrub, man. I'm gonna put it like that. He's a scrub. He doesn't have an arm strength, and he's not very accurate with the ball. So look, I'm, I'm gonna go like this, man. I know they got talent out there on the wide receivers. Yeah, I said it. He's a scrub. I'm, look, I'm gonna say it like this, man. I know they got talent out there at receiver. They got T. Higgins. They got Boyd. They got A.J. Green. But the thing about a receiver, I mean, they're dependent position. They got to get somebody to give them the ball out there. And if you're going out there with Brandon Allen or your third string quarterback, you're not going to you're not going to do much. You're just going to be wasted talent out there. So I feel like if this Cowboys team can do something they haven't done all year and just play average to OK run defense, that's that, don't even just average run defense, not even good, not even great, just average run defense. I feel like we have a better chance in this game than the Cincinnati Bengals. And I feel like we should get a W. But, hey, the Cowboys have let me down in the past before, so I wouldn't be surprised if Cincinnati pulled this one out. Give me a score. What you got? Do, do we get a score? Oh, oh it's uh, I'm going to go ahead and say 27-14 mm, Cowboys. Mm, okay. All right. Okay, Church. This this will be one time where I'm not I'm not listening to you and, and, and following off the Kool-Aid and all that stuff. I'm picking straight off my mind and what I've seen on the football field from the Dallas Cowboys and from the Cincinnati Bengals. So I'm going to go with the Bengals. I mean, with the uh, Cowboys. Uh, 28. Uh, I'm, about I'm to sorry. Say. 28. 28 <laughs> to 24. I do not think we'll be able to stop the run. I do think that Brandon Allen will come out here and be able to get some yards and possibly throw a couple touchdowns on us. But I think that Andy Dalton returning to Cincinnati gives him a little bit more motivation to get some things done out there. I think Amari Cooper finally has a, a good game when it doesn't really mean much. Uh, I'm not sure if Zeke will be out there, but I, whoever is, I think we'll be able to get some big runs and get about 120 yards on the ground. So I, I think that's the way the game goes. Our defense doesn't doesn't really play well, but they make enough stops for us to get a win out there in Cincinnati. So that's my pick. Mickey Spagnola picked the Cowboys to lose. He went 23-20 Cincinnati. Mickey's been on this thing of, hey, I'm mm. not going to pick the Cowboys until they win two games in a row. Not a bad strategy. Not a bad strategy. And he said this earlier in the year. And Vegas likes the Cowboys to win this game. And I'm thinking a 23-20 game as well. Just checking out my sharp analysis and, and their breakdown of the game, and they've got it basically the same way, uh, 22 to 19. Um, I'll just round up one, and I will say the Cowboys win this game. Let's see if Mike McCarthy can get guys to finish. Not their effort, okay? He said it's not about effort. It's about <laughs> finishing. So let's see if Mike McCarthy and the coaching staff can get guys to finish this week. If you can't win this football mm. game, you've got a world of hurt. These coaches are really – you're running out of excuses, okay? You're running out of excuses. And, and, and one of the main excuses is, oh, we don't know each other. Um, okay. I personally won't buy it because I remember Bill Parcells when he came here to the Cowboys and Bill Parcells didn't know a lot of these guys. He never worked with um, Sean Payton. He never worked with Mike Zimmer. Um, they had Quincy Carter as the quarterback, went to the playoffs, won 10 games. So you can do it. Bill actively spoke about having to coach the coaches his first two years with the Cowboys. He talked about it. He understood this was a part of the job. So when I hear Mike McCarthy and Mike Nolan using this as excuses, I'm like, fellas, I don't know if this works. What year was that? When, what year was that, Nui? Bill got here, I want to say 04. Because it's 2020 now, all right. So we, we got we got a lot of technical technological advances 
you know, where, where you can do Zoom and you can do a whole bunch of stuff from home yeah. and get some stuff taught up out there way more than what they had in 2004. So that excuse that they use, it, it, you know, if, if they can get it done in 2004, you can get it done in 2020. But Mike had the he had the barn, remember? Mm. He was at the barn. He laid He was back in the lab like Dr. Dre. He was putting <laughs> it all together. OK, remember that? He was coming out new and improved. Hey. Well, I, I, well, I guess the album the, flopped. He was in the lab and the album flopped. <laughs> I mean, look, if, if Cincinnati now? goes, it, it flopped, all right? Because if, if we lose this game to Cincinnati, I mean, all hell's going to break loose. I mean, look, they, they're out Joe Mixon. They're out Joe Burrow. They just lost their best offensive lineman in Jonah Williams. I mean, they're, it's, it's just a train wreck. And if we lose this game, woo. Is Giovanni Bernard playing? Pay. Is Giovanni yeah, Bernard playing? playing? Yes. He's going to have a big game. Yes. He's, he's going to have a big game. Um, and, and, and Louis, my, my question to you about the excuses. All right, listen. Listen, we all expect everything to be perfect uh, next season. And by the time OTAs come, everybody to be free and clean. So w- what happens if, if things get pushed back and somehow, some way, we still don't have the same type of offseason that we normally have? The coaches aren't able to work together as much as they are. The players aren't there as much. You know, you have to do some more things virtual. Because, I mean, you got to look at, are you going to force people to take vaccines or not? How many players going to be there? How many coaches? All this stuff. So let's say you go into the same type of situation that you are again do you get to use the same excuse Ooh, no i don't, I don't well, think that was an excuse to begin with because i mean it, it ain't <laughs> like it was an uneven playing field i mean everybody had the same the same schedule going into the season so i don't see it as being another excuse this year coming up as well danny i love that you use this and i go back and it was interesting i was i was reading urban meyer's book that he he produced after they won the national championship and he talked about when he got to Ohio State what he needed to change in the program he said it was too much BCD blame complain and defend he said you've got to get that out of your program and when you listen to Mike McCarthy and Mike Nolan and Jerry and Steven when they talk about all this COVID stuff it is a bunch of blame complain and defend you're not getting it done meanwhile other people who are in the exact same situation as you Cleveland Washington um, they're thriving, and they're doing all right. Okay, they're they're doing a okay. And Joe Judge with the Giants. I mean, think about it. We all said this division is between Philadelphia and Dallas. Everybody said it was a two-team race. The two teams that we all thought were in a race are in a race for the bottom. That's how bad this thing is. That's how bad it is. Listen. And the other two are on top. Um, yeah. This is bad. So, no, the, the, the BCD here, no, the, you don't get to use it again. You don't get to use it again. I'm sorry. It, it, it's, I, personally, I just don't and, even think you can get to use it. And you, and you think and you, you compare us to all those other teams that you just named. Yeah. In my opinion, we have we had an advantage over them because we are one of the teams, the few teams in the league who has a true bubble atmosphere we have the hotel connected to ford center to where everything is close to each other versus all these other teams where they had to do stuff a little different so if you look at it we had a little bit more of an advantage than than say philly or 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 washington yeah and 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 look we say all this and i go back to what church said this is a game you can't afford to lose if you lose to cincinnati what what will the excuses be you still have talented players on, on the football field, okay? Not as many as you had before, and you're playing a lot of young guys, but Cincinnati's playing a lot of young guys too. Um, they they got to win this game. They, they, they have to. And if you can't beat Cincinnati, 
And Cincinnati's not a team that's running the ball, okay? They don't run the ball. Lord knows I know. I was a fool who drafted Joe Mixon with his first pick in fantasy, <laughs> and I have got picked up Giovanni Bernard, yeah. which means I'm not in the fantasy playoffs in my league <laughs> because my team ain't real good. We can't. And you ain't even in the playoffs? Hold on, man. My boy was talking all year about church. You this, you that. And you ain't even in the playoffs? Oh, GM Newey. Oh, 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 I won last year. I got it back this year. Nah, I play, boy. What you in the co- consolation round? You over there in the losing backing up. Man, I tell you what. I tell you what. That don't mean nothing. That trophy back there, the old me, it's going to the next participant. Church. I can't believe that, boy. I man went over there trying to slide that in there. Yeah, I'm not in the playoffs. Oh, no. Church. Church. I ain't going to let that one ride. Church. Church. I ain't going to let that one ride, man. Okay. After you done grilled me so much about my team. Oh, no, nah, man. You ain't even in the playoffs? Church. Church. Oh, man. Church. He I couldn't wait for this. Church. He couldn't wait. My, my, he couldn't wait. My name is on there twice as a champion, Church. I've climbed to the mountaintop, Church, twice. Two times. Two times. Where you, where you at now, though? You okay. at the bottom of the mountain. You know what? So go ahead and get that tram back. I'll tell you where I'll tell you where I'm at. You wanna know where I'm at right now? Oh, I'm in the playoffs, Playboy. I'm in there. I'm getting me trophy, man. Alright? So I'm just and letting y'all know and, where I'm at. Uh, no, you're not first of all, church. You you in my league, so you ain't getting no trophy. And Nui, hold on. Nah, before you go. before you take that before you take that route, remember every time I say the LSU is the reigning champions, you give me a hard time. All right, so I don't want to hear Ooh. you talking that same stuff that I said. Talking about oh yeah, I, I climbed you know the what? top of the mountain, you know so I'm still you know I don't want to hear that. Don't hear. You, you're right. You're right. I'm like no, no, no. Just like LSU, I, mm. I celebrated way too much. Celebrated the title way too. I didn't get back yeah, to work. Okay. I needed yeah. I needed to have the Alabama approach <laughs> and throw it away and get back oh. to work. That's what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. To approach mm-hmm. it like Nick Saban. Church. So, yes, it was, it was bad. Church. All this that's is, up, man. This, this, this about, is oh, you spending too much time on the golf course, Church. You ain't doing fantasy <laughs> right. Man, I can't believe this, man. He tried to slip that in there. Talking, oh, yeah, I ain't in the playoffs. No, <laughs> uh, no, no is this, 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 we just count this as your self-imposed bowl band, all right? This is your self-imposed bowl band. <laughs> well, I also want to say that I, I too, was working with a new staff this year, so we kind of didn't know each other. In our analytics department, we had a couple things go wrong. Uh, our second to last game, we dropped oh, by one point. So, so yeah, it's, it's a couple of operational things we've got to get fixed. Um, I, you know, like Jalen says, oh, we can be man. better. We can be better. And, we, and I just had to bring my effort each week. And like like Xavier was saying, you can't expect you can't expect me to be good every year, Church. I can't I can't you know it's it's hard oh, to bring it every man. week. It's hard to bring it every week, Church. Hard to bring the, it every week. So uh, the shots on this show, man. The disrespect <laughs> on this show, man. So you know, it's bad. unlike unlike the president, bad, unlike man. the president, it's... I will concede. And I will give the I will give the title away. <laughs> I'm not gonna go and have it co- had a court say that I was you know I got cheated these last two weeks, especially when I lost my one point. Okay, I'm not gonna do that. Not gonna do that. Oh, mm-hmm. man. They do stat corrections. We don't want to hear that. What well, it's accurate. Oh, <laughs> they do. Man. They so, do stat corrections. So, we know. You just make sure you pay for posters on that trophy. So, all right. So what you what you, <laughs> when you send it back? Make sure what, you pay. What for you see behind me? I've got about I got about another. I got about another uh, three weeks left with it, and then I got to go drop it off. So, yeah. But, uh, Hug it. Hold it tight, man. man. Hug it. Hold it tight. Hold it tight. You might not see it again. No, we'll, we'll, we'll. 
Let's take a break. Can we take a break here? Let's take a break. Oh, yeah, we'll get to a break, you know. Okay, I'm to take a break. Let's get back into talking about, you know, it's, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's about the Cowboys. Let's talk about the draft next, okay, gentlemen? Draft. Is it defense? Is it offense? Let's get into it next right here on the Players' Lounge. Brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. The Cowboys way where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. To the Players' Lounge. Looking for something to change up your dinner routine? Help support local Frisco businesses by choosing one of over 30 restaurants at the Star District. For information on delivery, takeout, curbside pickup, and dine-in availability, visit thestardistrict.com. You are checking out the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. Make sure you tell a friend about it, subscribe, um, give us five-star reviews. Barry Church, Danny McCray, former Dallas Cowboys safeties, join me in our last segment. To let's get into the draft talk, because this game between the Bengals and the Cowboys is about draft position. Right now, the Bengals are third, Cowboys are fourth. Uh, Cowboys are looking like they are going to have themselves a top-five pick. It's games against Cincinnati, San Francisco, Philadelphia, and the Giants to close out the season, the final four games of the year. All right, um, Danny, you were talking about offense in the first round. Church and I were talking about defense in the first round here. If the Cowboys stay at four, okay, are you still about the offense? Are you still about a left tackle? <laughs> that See, listen, that all depends. So, so we ended our conversation yesterday by saying that if you, if you release – Tyron Smith, you actually save 
about five million dollars because you don't have to pay him the 14 and it's about i think it's like eight million dollars in a dead cap so you end up saving five it all depends on what you do with t smith me i will move on get me a new uh left tackle you already got your new right tackle shore up the offensive line and get back to the way you you were, you were winning games and going into those playoff runs by using the offensive line to dominate so i'm sticking with offense i think that's that, that's the way we should go and 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 then follow up with defense in those later rounds. Okay, so okay. I'm just gonna so the, the tackle. I don't know if you're familiar with him, Panay Suell, offensive tackle for Oregon, won the Outland Trophy as a sophomore last year. Uh, Dane Brugler of the Athletic, I respect Dane a lot. Um, Dane has him going number three. They're talking about this gentleman could be one of the top offensive tackles to come in the out in the draft in ten years. So if they're able to get to three, McCray, are you telling me this is the guy to go get? If 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 you're going to move on from Tyrus Smith, if you're not moving on, then absolutely not. You got to go defense. But if you if you're going to make the make the change and say, look, we need somebody that's reliable and somebody that we're going to be able to depend on for 16 games out of the season, and you move on from T. Smith, yes, I'm going. I'm going tackle. I'm shoring up my offensive line. That that is a huge question mark. You got so much more on defense to worry about that it might be hard. It might take years for you to fix. But right now, you can fix the <laughs> offensive line and get this <laughs> office. You you can get this offensive offensive line rolling. All right, another another question, another follow up. <clears throat> if Panay's not there, were you going to force it? Because you know, he's, he's rated this listen, high. No, listen, look. Listen, Will McClay and them got to do that do that scouting report. I haven't done the scouting okay. offensive line. Okay. If you see a guy that's there, that's there, that's worth the pick as offensive lineman, and you have to choose between that and defensive line, I'm going offensive line. Okay. All right. I think you're making a mistake. Uh, okay. What about you, Church? I think Danny's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think he's wrong as well. But um, the only way, the only way I would go offense is if we were somehow, some way able to creep into that top two. And if we were able to creep into that top two, I would leverage it against Dak Prescott and say, look, if you don't want to sign what we got, we're going after one of these two quarterbacks. And that's the only way I would go offense is, if, like I said, if some way we were able to creep in that top two and some way we were able to get Lawrence or Fields, one of the two, and I would use it as leverage against Dak Prescott. But other than that, if (laughs) everything remains the same and we stick with where we're at, I'm going defense. I'm going defense from picks one all the way to picks five. I mean, look, our defense right now is atrocious. And I don't know if it's scheme, I don't know if it's players, if it's a mix of both, but this team right now defensively is straight trash. So we got to do whatever we can to get our defense better. And I think that starts with the defensive line. I think we go in there and get a defensive tackle high and early. I think we do something at each level of the defense. I think we do something at linebacker, and I think we do something in the secondary, especially in the secondary, seeing as though we have so many free agents available out there. So I got to go defense from at least one to five if we're not in those top two picks. Church, can I put this towards you, all right? And I'm just going off Dame Brugler's um, list, of his, his, his initial mock draft. He's got quarterbacks going one and two, but Justin Fields is not mm-hmm. at all there. He's got he's got uh, Trevor Lawrence number one. He's got the BYU quarterback number two. He's got the offensive tackle. Ooh. He's got the offensive tackle Penae Swell three. He's got Caleb Farley, the corner from Virginia Tech number four to the Cowboys. Got Patrick Sertain number five. Justin Fields doesn't come in until pick number six. So. If you're the Ooh. Cowboys, Church, if you're the Cowboys, and and it and this thing comes to where they don't have fields in the top three and you're sitting at four, would you be willing to move out at four 
if somebody wants to come get Justin Fields and you fall back? Yeah, I, I, hmm. or do you take That's fields tough, for man. yourself, or do you, That's... or do you take fields for yourself? Yeah, see, I, I'm more, I'm more going the other route. I would go take fields for myself, um, and I say, look, Dak. I mean, I tried to give you what you know. I tried to give you what we thought was fair, and you didn't want that. So you know, I'm going in a different direction. I would leverage that against Dak, and I would go fields. I mean, I think they're both similar players, and as far as their ability to run and throw on the run, and they seem to be both you know extreme leaders. I mean, I know Dak is a leader, but it seems that wow. fields has that same type of characteristic. So if it was me. If I was ahead of this, if I was making mm. all those monies at GM, I would definitely. Uh, wow. I, would with, I would go with Fields. Man. I would go with Fields. Man. And I, so I, you I, just I a, let Prescott you, walk, man. You abandoned. You abandoned. You abandoned everything we just talked about about defense <laughs> to go get to go get Justin Fields. So my offensive line is my. So my offensive line. I would, pick I would is keep. Wrong. I would keep Tyron Smith. I would keep Tyron Smith in there. I wouldn't get rid of Tyron Smith. <laughs> We would have Zach Martin coming back. We got Lel Collins coming back. So I don't think our offensive line will be nearly as bad as it was this year. And I go and get I go against Justin Field, and I would use that money that I was going to spend on Dak no. to go get some free agents on defense. Golly, geez, no, you, you, that, I'll tell you both wrong. Okay, both of you are just absolutely mad. I cannot uh. believe what I'm hearing. I literally can't believe what I'm hearing. Okay, here's a team that's in dire need of a defensive fix, and, we're, and, and you guys are still sitting around here thinking about offense when you can go get and use I just told you I would take that money I'd take that money to go get a free agent a proven defensive free agent not somebody in a draft like who yeah I I don't who Well, I mean, who, who, there's got to be some top free agents. Like I said, I haven't done a scouting report on the free agents yet, but there's got to be some top guys out there I that mean, we can get. I, you know, it's, it ain't like you go bring, I don't it's like bring in Anthony Davis, the Anthony Davis of defense or LeBron, and it's going to fix you. I mean, it's, I'm sorry. It's not, that's not, that's not I, I'm not saying we need a, a superstar, but at least no. a couple of core people, that are, are good role players, I think Ooh. that can make our defense a lot better. Church, church no, is dumping. No, no, how does this you, make you sense, Dak, though? You dumping Dak, and, and you dumping Ty. Okay, okay. And, and, and the defense not getting fixed. Louie, Louie, how does that make sense? How, no, defense will get fixed. All right, listen. We've paid $100 million to a defensive end. We drafted a cornerback in the second round. We paid a linebacker. We drafted a linebacker in the first round. We just let go of a first-round defensive lineman. We drafted uh, Tristan Hill in the second round. We've tried, all right? If I'm taking my chance, I'm going with de- with offensive line. All these guys are high draft picks on, on the line. Now you talk about, listen, we need more. <laughs> we need more. It's the players. <laughs> we need more. We need more. We got all these first-round picks, second-round picks, dudes we to pay, $100 million, $70 million. We need more. Come on, man. <laughs> it don't make sense. How, how much more do you need? You had Joe McCoy. It didn't work out because of injury. You can you can get you, you a player old, on the you interior. You can get you a player. You didn't have you didn't have young Buck Gerald McCoy we, from, from Oklahoma. Chris Beam helped me. Producer Chris helped I mean, me. I help mean, me. Help me. No, I mean, but, but, no, no. I'm saying that's fine. But I mean, Sue's still out here playing playing at, at the top level. He's still making plays. I think that Gerald McCoy would would have made a difference. He just got injured. But I'm still not picking a defensive lineman over offensive lineman. Just, I'm just not doing it, especially not in the first round. Okay. Find a way to get you one in the second oh, okay. and the third. Okay, so if you go watch Cleveland and but run look, for 300 again and, and watch the Ravens run for 294. Everybody but look, according to y'all. Okay, okay. But according to y'all, all we got to do is get rid of Mike Nolan and these players will get better. 
No. So like, so it's so a, if we get rid of Mike Dolan, we, the I, players I, I, will get better, and then you know we get some no. guys in free agency, and we're good, right? I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm putting the y'all. I'm more on that level. I'm more on that level, Church. I'm, I'm still on that. I'm still on that. I think a lot of this has to do with Mike Nolan. I think you can go get you some defensive linemen in free agency, like you said. You find a way to, to move around some money and go get you a, a defensive tackle. I because told let me y'all. tell you something, Louis. Louis, Louis, let me, let me tell you something. Whatever defensive tackle, whatever defensive tackle that you pick in the first round, he ain't stopping Cleveland from running for 300 yards. I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that. No matter who you plug in there, they still running for 300 on us. Louis think he got to save all of the defensive line. Yeah, Justin Fields. I gave y'all the solution. Come on. If we we got one of those top quarterbacks available, we get that cue. Hey, we say, hey, Prescott, it's been real. It's been real, Prescott. We, we use that brand to get some money on defense, and we get rid of Mike Nolan. I mean, I, we won't see look, the playoffs. I'm not, I'm not on the Mike Nolan thing. I think, I think the, I think the players are more to blame. But according mm-hmm. to y'all, if we get rid of Mike Nolan, it's going to be an upgrade on the defense. Uh, one, we won't be no, no, not we have. Not, not just, not just Mike Nolan. The defensive back coaches too. The defensive back coaches too. They, they got, they got to get up out of here because they, they, they have, they have stuck up the joint just as much as Mike, Mike Nolan has. But they are responsible for what the play that these guys. Are putting out there on the field for the most part, in my opinion. Now the, the players, you're right. They're not hustling. They're not into it. The record is horrible. All that. But I think that they can get. I think they can play better if they got a better coach. Uh, g- you know, giving them direction. <sighs> Newy got a Superman, a defensive lineman that he think gonna come here and, and just all of a sudden save us from getting ran through by 300 yards. We got linebackers <laughs> out of gaps. We got linebackers out of gaps. Safety's not feeling. We got cornerbacks uh, on crack, uh, uh, no crack replacing, give, giving up 15 yards. And the D lineman is the one who's gonna save us from getting ran down by 300 yards. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think that's the save. Somewhere we got, we have to start somewhere. <laughs> but, but you know, you guys are sitting right here making offensive pieces. So, so uh, if I'm listening to you guys, you're gonna go into that Mike McCarthy thought process. We just gonna put up 30 a game, and we just gonna outscore people. Our defense is gonna give us a point, so we just go outscore people. Uh, no, 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 no. It ain't gonna work that way. Then it'll, it'll just be 2019 if we go that way. Like I said, I, I want to go for like the only way I'm saying we go offense in the first round is if we can get one of them top quarterbacks. If not, I think we should go defense so, the whole way, or it'll just be like 2019 when we were putting up all those empty calories and all those yards, but taking losses because we couldn't stop anybody. So church. So, to no, me, no, I think no. we need to go defense church, all the way. Church, church, okay. <clears throat> Do you think Jerry Jones, is, uh, Chris Beam, is Jerry 76 or 77 years old right now? Because I don't see the 76-year-old owner wanting to start all over with a quarterback who has to have the learning curve that most quarterbacks as rookies have to have. And there's no guarantee. And oh, by the way, Ohio State... He's 78? Oh, oh, oh. No, they ain't happening, church. They ain't happening, church. He's 78 years old. He ain't waiting, church. Sorry. Listen, not happening. And, and I'm not with... I'm not with you on this either, Church. Listen, 2019, listen, it, with, with what Newey just said, if Mike McCarthy can really get an offense that can go out there and, and dominate on offense and score 30 points, it'll look totally different to 2019. 2019 issue was we all said Dak was getting those trash yards because we could not find a way to start off fast enough and we would get down by 21 and then we would have to crawl back into the game in the second half. If you get a potent offense that's able to score those points consistently from first half, from first quarter to fourth quarter, and then your defense is just okay, I think you're all right. Church, you was on one of those teams. The defense was okay, and the, and the ball control on the offense was 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 magnificent. And you guys went out yep. there and caused turnovers because the office, the other offense, had to come out there and throw the ball to try to catch up. 
So I'm taking care of the offense and trying to work that same uh, philosophy that you guys did. We don't need no stars out there on defense. No. We need offense to score, oh. control the clock, and get some playmakers on defense. That's what we need. Defensive line, oh. they're not saving us in the first round. You get a, you, you get a top line pick. I can't take anymore. My, my, my we definitely need more ear, playmakers on D, though. Yeah, we, we, need, we need playmakers. My, my. We need playmakers. We need, we need playmakers, but we don't need, a, we don't need a number five pick at defensive tackle. I haven't even seen one, seen one worth it that's playing right now. Well, I know this. Derek Eagleton will not have either of you two on the draft show anytime soon here on DallasCowboys.com. Just, just saying. That's it. I can't take any more. That's it for Friday. Players Lounge will be back on Monday to talk about this draft bowl game between the Bengals and the Cowboys. We all have picked the Cowboys to win this football game. Let's see if we're correct on Monday. For Barry Church, Danny McCray. And producer Chris Beam of New East Grug saying thank you for your time. This has been the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com or DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!